This is a GRDC podcast. It's not unusual for grain growers to travel big distances to field days or farm walks to see firsthand what other growers or researchers have achieved. But in this podcast, we'll hear about a group of grain growers from the Esperance Port Zone region of Western Australia who travelled to New Zealand. Hello, I'm Tony Crowley. After identifying a need to lift cereal yields to take advantage of the extensive soil amelioration work that's been happening in WA and newfound opportunities to sow early crops, the Esperance growers were keen to investigate options. So Quentin Knight, a member of the Soil Constraints West Steering Committee and an agronomist with Agronomy Focus in Esperance, put together a study tour plan and with the GRDC Grower Development Award, the group had the means to travel. Why hyper-yielding cereals trial sites were chosen as their destination, Quentin explains. Uh, primarily it was driven by the, uh, by the work that was done in, uh, in New Zealand um, and uh, also the work that was being done at uh, Hagley in um, Tasmania. So, and part of it was also getting driven by some uh, local growers that uh, were starting to you know, recognise that they could push their yields a lot, uh, a lot more than what they had been doing um, previously and they were just looking for the, uh, the agronomy to, um, to basically drive that um, initiative. But then there's a, quite a different... Um climatic environment in New Zealand and uh, even in Tassie compared to Esperance. So um, was that a challenge at all? Yeah, it certainly is a challenge. I mean, they were looking at uh, more uh, winter-type wheats, um, and often um, in New Zealand they made the comment that some of their crops have a birthday, so they grow for nearly 12 months of the year, where, you know, in Esperance, really, um, our our potential growing season may be from uh, late March through to... uh, mid to late November so you know we're talking about a much shorter growing season but um, our challenges therefore were to find the right um, wheat varieties genetics and then also you know the agronomic packages um, to develop around that which included um, nutrition um, a more robust fungicide program and you know may potentially lead to um, plant growth regulators but it's basically adapting what they were doing in their environment and um, yeah, putting it into our environment. So what was it that uh, instigated a tour of growers from the western side of the country to mm. go right across to New Zealand to take a look at what they're doing? Uh, it's mainly that um, yeah, the New Zealanders, um, the world wheat record and indeed the world barley record is, um, is held in New Zealand and that um, alternates between um, the UK and New Zealand. Um, but obviously it's a lot closer for us to travel to, to New Zealand than, than what it is to the UK. So that, that was a primary driver. Um, and the other thing with New Zealand and indeed Tasmania, it wasn't that long ago that their wheat yield averages were around four to five tonne to the hectare. Um, and they recognised that they had a lot of potential to increase that. So through a, an organisation like um, Foundation for Arable Research in New Zealand and... Um, bringing over a guy from the UK um, by Nick Poole. Um, you know, that, he, he and, and others in that organisation were a key driver for change and they quickly took um, their wheat yield averages from four, four and a half tonne to, you know, a lot of commercial growers doing over 10 to 12 tonne to the hectare and, um, you know, the world record holder doing, um, you know, 16.7 tonne to the hectare. So, you know, they made significant gains in a very short time frame. 
How many growers then joined you on the tour? Yeah, so we had two, two trips to New Zealand and one to Tassie. Um, so to New Zealand we had about um, 12 growers in total turn up across the two trips. GRDC were very supportive in, um, in us wanting to take a group of South Coast farmers to um, New Zealand. So we applied for a, um, a GRDC grower development grant and that uh, funded half, half the cost of the, uh, the trip to New Zealand. So that was, um, that was very helpful. And um, GRDC are also, um, they've got an initiative for a hyper-yielding or high-yielding wheat or cereal initiative um, that they're hoping to roll out across WA as well to, um, to help implement you know, what, what we learnt. What were some of the important outcomes that you saw over there that you and the growers were impressed with and, and want to do something with back here? Yeah, so so the main thing that we learnt was um, you know, the earlier time of sowing that uh, that plays an important part, and to some degree variety variety choice that um, that suits that earlier time of sowing. That was an, an important learning, but uh, one one of the major learnings was um, in both Tasmania and New Zealand, um, twenty to forty percent of the yield increases um, could be attributed to a much more robust fungicide regime so the major learning for for us was that we had to be a lot more effective and have um, better better and more um, fungicide applications into our into our crop at, at the creek at the um, correct growth stages um, the disease aspect of of hyper yielding cereals um, is one thing but also some of the other challenges uh, when you're getting to those big, big yields, of course, would be the standability of the uh, crop. Is, is this something that you would see of concern in Western Australia? Yeah, I, th- I think going forward it will be. Um, you know, we've had some growers in Esperance trial the hyper-yielding um, type package with, with significant results. Um, and, yeah, one of the things that we've identified is that as we do grow these bigger higher biomass crops that um, certainly crop crop lodging is an issue so you know moving forward um, we're going to have to learn how to um, and what types of plant growth regulators we might need to introduce into the system. And also um, just keeping the water up to these crops I mean in Tasmania they've got good rainfall but also irrigation Uh, so how's that handled here and, and the nutrients that's going to be required to feed these crops? Yeah, obviously we can't we can't irrigate our crops here, but it, again, it comes down to um, this being mostly applicable to our high rainfall zones. Um, it's not certainly something that you're going to roll out into the medium to, to low rainfall zones, but in our high rainfall zones where we have a pretty good understanding of the um, the soil bucket, if you like, and it it all sort of leads on from soil amelioration to so basically making that uh, the water in that bucket more more accessible. So you've all come back impressed. Um, what happens now? Yes, so so already um, growers are starting to um, to implement um, this hyper yielding program. So, and like I said before, we have seen some um, you know some big and impressive results, um, and, and we're continuing to learn from uh, what we've brought back. But more importantly, we've just got to learn what what works in our system you know because what what was working in New Zealand and Tasmania we are in a totally different environment so we've just got to continue to do a lot of un, on-farm research and hopefully GRDC and others will um, will support that with some more in-depth research. Amongst the growers what are they doing to support each other in trying to um, work towards these higher yield goals? 
Yeah, so, so at the moment there's a small group of growers that are interested in, in achieving these high yields and um, as a result of the, uh, the participants on the, on the trip we've loosely put together a, um, a 10 tonne club. So the aim of that is really having something to, um, to strive for. So certainly in, in other countries like in the UK they had an ICI club where they you know, strive to achieve 10 tonne. They did that quite quickly. Now there's a global initiative where they're trying to achieve yields of 20 tonne by the year 2020. So it's just having um, having something to um, to aim for um, and it creates a, uh, creates a group and it just creates that level of interest. And we're already at the stage where last year we've seen growers with um, paddock averages of uh, between seven and eight tonne to the hectare. So we're not far away from you know, hitting 10 tonne to the hectare on, um, on well-prepared paddocks. Certainly not whole farm scale, but we are seeing evidence that um, 10 tonne may not be a pipe dream. It may be um, an absolute reality. One other thing uh, in all of this that Nick Poole has pointed out from the Hagley experience in Tasmania is also there has to be the quality of the grain as part of the equation and um, is is that also an issue do you think? Yeah that, that is, is an issue um, and certainly for us on the south coast some of the winter type wheat varieties that we may grow um, only have feed quality um, and we don't really have a market for large quantities of feed grain in our area so we're really looking for a um, high yielding milling type wheat that um, is going to be at least um, ASW as a minimum, but if it could go AH, that would be extremely important for us. Uh, in the end, you know, this type of experience, growers going overseas or growing in, going interstate, um, you see that as a really valuable exercise to um, broaden their horizons, get greater knowledge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, because you know a lot of that knowledge um, can't be gained in our own in our own state. You know, these guys have been at the leading edge. They've um, done a lot of the early groundwork, and it really enables us to um, to pick up on on what has worked for them, and uh, bring it back home and start to implement that to really fast track what we want to achieve. Agronomist Quentin Knight from Agronomy Focus Esperance. To find out how GRDC could assist your study tour plans go to GRDC's website and search Grower Development Awards. And for information about the Hyper Yielding Cereals Project, search online for Far Australia Research and Extension Projects. I'm Tony Crowley, and you've been listening to a GRDC podcast. <laughs>